Climbers, Johnny here. Hey, I know you work your butt off to make great music, but you struggle to get new consumers interested in it. And let's face facts, your next new project is not going to be received any differently than the last one unless new people are exposed to it. And I know that growing your audience is frustrating, but listen, I promise it's not rocket science. It's just that what you're doing isn't very effective. But you're an artist and you absolutely need a fan base, right? You don't have all day to struggle with the promotion part either, so I get that. But imagine how it would feel to know exactly what you have to do every single day to gain more fans. And imagine how much more consistent you can be when you know exactly how to do it. Brands will come out of the woodwork to offer you money when you've accumulated a large enough audience. Let us help you with a consultation and you'll see tangible results every single day. Schedule a consultation today by emailing info at daredevilproduction.com. Again, production is singular. There is no S. Info at daredevilproduction.com and put consultation in the subject line. Hey, I I totally understand you might be a little apprehensive, so listen to what some other people thought of their consultation experience at Daredevil Production. I'm Tracy Lip. I'm an American music producer living in Scandinavia. And I'm Ipa. We booked an hour with Johnny from Daredevil Production. We needed to work on Ipa's social media. How did that go for you? I liked it. Johnny was super fun, and all the information he gave me was super, super easy to follow. I liked it because Johnny's understanding of social media is top-notch. He told us how the algos work, which hashtags to use, and where. We're definitely booking more time with Johnny and Daredevil Production. Hey Climbers, this is Josh Cleveland from Minneapolis, Minnesota. Um, Not too long ago, my guitarist Dustin and I did a consult with Johnny, and the results we have seen have been pretty awesome. Um, We were looking to get a little further reach into social media and to grow our fan base, and that is exactly what has happened. Uh, To kind of put that in context, I've been on Instagram for about seven years, and I had 487 followers. And in just a couple months working with Johnny, uh, we've been able to grow that fan base up to um, almost 2,000 people, and it's still growing. And that's 2,000 real people. It's not bots. It's not just like fake accounts. These are real people that I interact with on a regular basis every single day, um, creating more buzz about what it is that I do. And it's been pretty awesome. So if you're willing to do the work, and that's the key word, work. If you're willing to do the work, do what Johnny tells you to do. Um, schedule a consult. You'll see um, some growth in your audience and your fan base immediately if that's what you're after. Although I will tell you this, it's a lot of work. And uh, Johnny told me that he's going to give me work and I'm going to hate him. And I do. I hate Johnny so much, but in all the best ways. So schedule a consult. Challenge accepted. All right, welcome to another episode of Pick Johnny's Brain. This is where climbers send in their marketing questions. I answer them. I read the email, answer them on the air, and hopefully we get you some answers that uh, can help everybody out there. If you want to send your questions in, send them to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. There is no S. Once again, info at daredevilproduction.com. And uh, put Johnny Pick Johnny's Brain in the subject line so it gets into the right folder. So today we've got Joel Dusek sends in, I've been playing for about 30 years in various bands, but just for fun or one-off gigs mostly. I now want to do more serious and director performing of covers and originals. What is a good starter pack? He puts that in quotation marks. What's a good starter pack press kit marketing package to get into venues, gigs, etc. Website, CDs, social media, call or email venues and ask what they want when hiring artists. 
Joel, so <clears throat> I think probably a lot of people are going through this. Uh, understand the value of a press kit. Um, you are not probably going to get a gig at a bar or a venue because you have an amazing press kit. Um, you're probably going to start in the bars. Let's let's just put that out there and understand that when you're playing in the bars, you're not in the music business, you're in the bar business. What do they really care about when hiring artists, a bar owner? Is the is it number one, are you going to bring a crowd? Number two, does that crowd drink? And if they drink, then he's making money, everybody makes money, and you're happy. You focus on it from that way. I've redone a couple of our artists' EPKs. You want to keep them short, by the way. Five-minute EPKs, nobody has that kind of time. And nobody cares what you're doing. I mean, put. you should maybe have a couple different EPKs that are very that are geared and in, in, in the deck is stacked towards whoever the audience is going to be, right? If it's a bar owner, he doesn't care how you got started, why you like music, what uh, all that kind of stuff that maybe you read in, in a magazine about your favorite artist is not what the bar owner is interested in. He's interested in, do you have a following? Is there anybody coming? Um, are you aware of how to get, you know, spur the cocktails, right? Are you mentioning stuff from the stage that's going to, hey, everybody do a, in Nashville, we do what's called a holler and swaller, and they'll do it multiple times during the night just to get everybody to do a shot or to drink some of their, just to get excited about drinking. That's, you know, it's neurolinguistic programming. It works very well. And that's what he's interested in. You know, are you, are you going to have a crowd? And number two, are they going to drink? Um, so if you, like the, pre, the press kits that we've redone, uh, just maybe with a quick little interview spurt from the artist saying, yeah, you know, like when, when we're playing in a venue, you know, we're trying to make a, get those people to drink as much as they can for, for that venue. I mean, that's why we're there to make money selling booze. It, it just shows that the artist is aware of what the hustle is at that particular stage of the game, and they are moving forward to try to do it. So... I think that's what you do. The other way you're going to get in is through a relationship, through a booking agent, or if you create a relationship with the booker at the venue. Now, we did this a lot with many of our artists. I did this when I was an artist, where we would have relationships with the venue, and they would get us on the cool shows that were guaranteed to have a crowd. So, again, it's the same sort of strategy. Just get the art and the artist in front of new eyeballs and let them do their thing. What opening shows can you do? We, I remember with Jacob Cade, we, we stopped him from performing. When I first started working with him, we stopped him from performing the regular local gigs because he was doing one every weekend, probably probably three or four shows a month and said, let's just stop doing that altogether and put you on uh, as an opening slot on national acts when they come through. Now that wasn't us with any kind of big relationship. It was just a strategy. We certainly didn't have relationships with the artists that came through and the mostly with the headliners that he opened for. There's a couple that we had relationships with, mind you, but uh, a lot of it was just talking to the club owner and being like, hey, man, um, this is what we're trying to do. We believe in Jacob Cade. We're we're trying to make this happen. And if you have a national act that comes through that's in need of support, think about us. So he had already had a, a decent following and a relationship with the club. So that was very easy for them to do. So I think you start off by just trying to get into those clubs and just blow people's minds, impress the booker, impress the club owner that you're a good band and that you're capable of, of bringing a crowd and keeping a crowd. And then you kind of work up from there. There's different systems work different ways. I, you know, Broadway on Nashville, it's, it's about the closest thing out there right now in the club world to the way it was when I was coming up. The, the clubs had the draw for the most part. 
that's what people did on Friday and Saturday night. They went to the rock clubs and hung out. And uh, your job was maybe not so much to fill up a venue, but to keep the people that were already there entertained. And as you continue to do that, you can build up a, a local following kind of a thing. That's the way Broadway is. It's mostly tourists. The, the crowd, for the most part, is built in. So it's very easy to rise to the top and be very talented if you're very talented. Different in different venues. You go out to Los Angeles and uh, it's pay to play out there. So it's a ghost town unless you're bringing people in. And then there's just different ways of how do you bring people in. I, in L.A., because of the the pay to play thing, which, you know, kind of pissed me off. But I would do I would just like buy a kegger and say, hey, everybody, you know, come to the show, buy your ticket, come to the show, and then we'll have an after party at my house. Because you're only going to do a half hour set. So, um, you know, do a half hour set at 10 o'clock, everybody comes back to my place, I had a big backyard, and we throw a kegger party. Uh, that, that worked really well. Another thing that we did was we created relationships with other artists that we knew had draws. So, Hello, Pantheon Podcast listeners. Christian Swain here to tell you more about my experience with Raycon earbuds. Our family now has three pairs of Raycon earbuds around the house. And my wife just grabbed a pair of the headphone pros to replace some headphones from a company that was double the price. And yes, she loves them. Now, if you haven't pulled the trigger on a pair of Raycons, or even if you have, but you're in the market for another pair because they're just that good, well, now is the time to check them out because they just launched their upgraded model of the best-selling everyday earbuds. With Raycon's upgraded everyday earbuds, now you also get active noise cancellation, ergonomic design, and multi-point connectivity that lets you pair with two devices at once. New quick charge function, three customizable sound styles plus awareness mode, available in a variety of vibrant new colors to complement any and all skin tones. I even have a pair of earbuds in a cool green color. I have tried just about every earbud known to humankind, and these Raycons are fantastic. Seriously, if you've been wanting to check out Raycons, there truly is no better time. You're going to ask yourself why you didn't check them out sooner, and Raycon offers a 30-day happiness guarantee. So, what are you waiting for? Go to buyraycon.com slash pantheon today to get 20% off your Raycon order, plus free shipping. That's right, you'll get 20% off and free shipping at buyraycon.com slash pantheon. Buyraycon.com slash pantheon. We would kind of create allegiance. Like L.A. was really weird in the sense that you could be at the Viper Room and one band would play and it would be totally packed. And then as soon as they were done, it would be like a ghost town. The next band would play. People don't hang out like at the club there. They just come to see the band that they're there to see and then they leave. So it's really um, it's just weird. It's not like a normal kind of club scene. So we were trying to counteract that. So it's just sort of pragmatism. We're like, hey, what if we get everybody together? I called all the different people from the bands. I'm like, hey, let's put together a big night. Everybody encourage all of their following to hang out for the whole night and let's make it a scene so that we can get some more love from this club and then we can start charging more money, blah, blah, blah. Because there's going to be some fans from the the band that came on third that are going to be fall in love with the band that came on first uh, that kind of stuff and when everybody's there the whole night they're drinking more we're making more money for the bar they're happy so so we made an event out of it we had 
I don't know, five different bands. We had a step and repeat, which is um, also called a red carpet, if you will. A couple photographers there. You know, there were friends of ours that took good pictures that did us a favor. We didn't pay for this, but it was, you know, uh, it made an event. So before you walk in the club, you're taking pictures with the girls you're with or whatever. They're having a good time. You're having a good time. Everybody feels a little special. And, and you go in and you, you know, hopefully listen to some good music. And, uh, and then everybody makes out. So we, we did that a number of times. It, it really is just about figuring out what's going on in your market and how to do it. I don't know that I would waste a whole lot of time and a whole lot of money on a starter pack per se, Joel, because um, I just don't know how far that's going to get you. And I feel like a lot of people sort of wait to create relationships and everything until they feel they have this perfect sort of marketing package together to break into the bar. And at the end of the day, I always broke into the bar like a phone call, you know, um, straight up. It was just, hey, we're we're this band. We want to come play. Uh, can you put us on an opening gig? You know, maybe we played these other clubs so that he knows we're not complete rookies and, and just try to do your thing. That's what I do. Uh, I think that's the best way to do it. I, obviously, you want to have a website. Uh, as far as CDs are concerned, or kind of physical merch, that's entirely up to you. There's bands that, that just can't afford it at the moment. But you build up the crowd, and then eventually you're going to want to get to that merch part because they will buy, and you'll spend, you'll make more money on that than you will on the gig. I think calling and email ven- emailing venues is the best thing that you can do, and you'll probably have to do it repeatedly. Don't get dejected when you discover that they're just not calling you back right out of right out of the gate because that's probably exactly what's going to happen. And believe it or not, you can make yourself more familiar by regular calls. Um, there's this amazing story of a, a of this uh, older black woman who created, I think it was a, I don't know if it was a hot sauce or if it was a pancake syrup. It was some sort of weird condiment that she had. And she was trying to get it into a major store chain. And so every Monday at nine o'clock on the dot, she would call and inevitably leave a message for the person that she was trying to connect with at this company. And I think she did that for like a year, you know, and then finally he let her put some bottles on there and she sold, sold the F out. I mean, it was, it was great, but you know what? She kind of became familiar by just leaving a series of weekly, polite, short, messages hey this is you know this is charlotte just calling to say uh you know i'm looking for some time to get in front of you i've got a sauce and and just a quick short thing and that guy probably almost became comical for him to listen to it because she was so on the money same time same day all that there's different but what she did was make herself familiar right and then she finally got a shot and then her art got to speak for itself and the product that she had was amazing same thing we did with the in the clubs in milwaukee um just calling up the who's the guy there what's his name okay yeah bob right let's call bob leave a message after message after message and then finally you know what happens is an opening act that he uh, had all set up. Everything was all set up. You were never part of it. Somebody falls out. Somebody at the last minute falls out, and then you get the call. Hey, you still got the band, right? Yeah. You, you want to come in and help me out right now? Now you're going to be a value to him, and you come up there, and you go and make it work. Then that, that, There's your shot, right? That's how that happens. Make sure that whenever you're in a situation like that, that you do not use the words no problem when you get thanked, because it was a problem. It took a lot of effort. You had to coordinate the whole band. You had to load the gear in the back of the truck. You had to drive up there. You had to load in at the last minute, move schedules around, all this stuff so that you could go and help out this bar owner. Um, When he comes to say thank you, say, hey, you know, hey, Bob, you know what? 
I want to tell you something. This is a crazy last-minute thing. We had a lot of stuff we had to do. We had to move schedules around. We had to boom, 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 and then just say, you know what? We were happy to do it because you were worth it, and we want to develop a relationship with you. Man, that makes somebody feel good, you know? And it also reminds them that you move mountains to help out their cause and it gets you a little bit more leverage there. So I uh, hope that answered your question, guys. Again, uh, send in all your marketing questions to info at daredevilproduction.com. Production is singular. Put Johnny, uh, pick your brain, pick Johnny's brain, excuse me, in the subject line. And uh, and that's not all. You get a free marketing download if you haven't done it already. If uh, 21 Biggest Reasons You Don't Have More Fans. Joel, you can probably find some information in there if you haven't read it. Uh, just go to giftfromjohnny.com, J-O-H-N-N-Y, giftfromjohnny.com, and tell me where to send it. And some valuable information in there as well. All right, take care, guys. It's NFL draft season, and that means it's time to start thinking about fantasy football. FantasyPoints.com features industry-leading experts and prognosticators using proprietary hand-charted data to help you score more fantasy points. FantasyPoints.com is the place to go for whatever kind of fantasy football you play. Whether you play fantasy football, daily fantasy sports, or do a little bit of everything, Fantasy Points has the meticulously researched content to guide you to victory. And why wait for the fall? Fantasy Points also covers the new spring football league, the UFL. Join the guru, John Hansen, Scott Barrett, Joe Dolan, and other massive names in the fantasy football universe with an exclusive offer. Use code Pantheon for 15% off any Fantasy Points package, including the all-in package, with access to every article, tool, and data nugget that Fantasy Points has to offer. That's FantasyPoints.com and code Pantheon for 15% off at Fantasy Points. FantasyPoints.com, code Pantheon. Score more Fantasy Points.